Welcome to the BCP and Me, a podcast that explores the Book of Common Prayer as a manual for living out our lives. My name is Father Tyler Richards. What follows is a recording of an episode that Father Joshua and I did as a live stream through our Facebook page. In this episode, we explore the Office of Compline and its power as the office that closes out our day. We hope you enjoy this rebroadcast. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the BCP and Me Live Edition. Um, we've talked about doing this for a long time, uh, and so suddenly here we are uh, before you. If you were tuning into the live stream, no one's popped in just yet, but don't worry if if uh, you're late coming in. Father Joshua and I are good at talking to each other. All by ourselves. So. We're also a week or two late in doing this. We had this scheduled and had to be reminded by other people that <clears throat> we, we certain of us failed in our duties. <laughs> well, we're more than a couple of weeks late. Let's give, uh, let's give guilt where guilt is due. We're actually about a month behind on an episode. There was this thing that happened somewhere in the middle of... Uh, Towards the beginning of the month, um, full moon after the spring equinox. Yeah, and then something about a crucifixion and yeah. the resurrection. Yeah. I heard something about that. Yeah, uh, time slip. Uh, Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Exactly, something called Holy Week. Yeah, the tomb um, was bigger on the inside. Yes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and. Uh, and so time and April has gotten away from us. And so here we are before you. Uh, so, Father Joshua, where where do I find you coming to us from tonight? Uh, tonight I'm in Circleville. I'm at my parents' house doing laundry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I actually, they left today on vacation. I fly out on Monday to meet them on a, on vacation. So... Um, um, much overdue, meaning like, you know, COVID tied overdue vacation. I've, I've, I've heard about, I've heard about these things and I mean, how they sometimes exist in the wild. They do. Well, and besides last night I had a dream that I was, um, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, but I was solely responsible for researching church, um, history documents any particularly compelling finds no <laughs> secret agent man dreams it, it was it was for the cia and the fbi so you know are they our, after? Our, our church records are legal records they've been after us for years mm. uh fbi agents if you're watching this and we know that you are before any before anybody watches this and wonders what on earth I'm drinking, tonight's podcast is brought to you by Trader Joe's ginger beer. It's totally non-alcoholic and uh, is totally not a sponsor. But if they would like to be, if they would like to be, yeah, we're always in the neighborhood for sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light. At least that's the case here in De Pere. 
Uh, in Circle Bowl too. We should probably uh, start by saying anybody who jumps in on the live stream at any point, um, feel free to interact with us in the comment section. Uh, we're happy to take whatever questions you have. Uh, we might even take whatever comments that you have. We'll see. Uh, and uh, we're happy to interact that way as well. But the topic for tonight's gathering is um, not at all, I would think, controversial. Uh, in fact, I, I feel relatively safe in saying that next to the celebration of the Holy Eucharist, Compline is probably one of the most well-known services in the Book of Com- in the Book of Common Prayer. What do you think? Um, I'm not so sure about that. I'd say morning prayer comes second, um, okay. because so many in the church, in recent memory, um, morning prayer was a regular thing on Sunday mornings, and the Eucharist was a less common thing. So. Mm-hmm. I would say morning prayer. Um, Compline nowadays within the, the later generations, within uh, millennial, you know, among millennials and among um, zennials, are they zennials? What are they called? I'm not sure what we are. And whatever the new generation is. Because um, it's very popular in like, it was like camp and youth group. Right. Right. Um, right. So that's where I was trying to get uh, it. Well, then, yeah, I, I think your point is well taken. So it's safe to say that maybe the younger generations, Compline is probably one of the most well-known services next to the Holy Eucharist. Yes. And unless you are a monastic. Um, yeah, I would, I would say that's the case. Right. So when we were talking about our, when we were doing our episode on the, or the first episode on the daily office, and we're talking about the monastic hours. Compline is one of the monastic hours. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend has just chimed in and said that even her niece's secular summer camp said Vespers every night, and it was Compline. Megan, did that? I'm curious if that came out of our Book of Common Prayer or if it was some other. Uh, or if it was some other improvised service. Um, but, you know, I, I, was, I was a late bloomer when it came to the Episcopal Church. I didn't, I didn't really become active in the church until I was probably truly active in the church until I was about 24. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm a member of uh, a college chaplaincy, Canterbury Chapel in Tuscaloosa, um, and uh, we started praying Compline. Uh, Megan says that she doesn't know that it was a long time ago, uh, and she went to visit, so she doesn't remember. No, that's what happens when things are in a galaxy far, far away. Exactly. But, you know, we started, I got introduced to this Compline service, and um, it was just part of their life because they were all what got called camp kids. And uh, that was one of the big things that they did at camp was, was pray Compline together. And I was like, holy cow. Um, so that's how I came to know Compline was through a college chaplaincy. And I came to know Compline through uh, monasticism. 
by uh, St. Gregory's and Three Rivers has, outside of COVID tide, has um, a summer vacations program where you live. Oh, that's right. And you pray all the offices with them. And that was the first time I played, prayed, uh, but I really prayed Compline. Yeah. Um, and one of the things about Compline is even in the monastic communities, it can be a corporate um, mm. office or it can be a, a private office. Mm. One of those that every once in a while you say on your own because it's right before bed. Right. Yeah. Our our rule in the college ministry was that if you said Compline, then you had to go to bed. But nine times out of ten, we folks would pray Compline, go have a couple of drinks at the bar, and then go to bed. But let's just be honest about where I was. I went to school at the University of Alabama. So, well, and the thing with that being holding to that in the monastic community is because that's when the great silence begins. Mm meaning that you're not talking to anybody until after the third office the next morning, until after terse. Right. Um, which for me and for many introverts is a wonderful thing. <laughs> and if you also are not quite a morning person, it's also a wonderful thing because no one's allowed to talk to you until you've had a chance to have like three cups of coffee. Which is a, a humane practice, not only for the introverted individual, but those of us who are caffeine dependent. Yes. <laughs> it, uh, it's all about mercy. <laughs> keeping, keeping the community safe and keeping folks happy. Yeah. So um, Father Joshua has got um, the online version of the BCP pulled up on his computer. And we're going to do some fancy magic of television stuff here and share with you what we are looking at. So for those who are unfamiliar with this website, what you're looking at is the bcponline.org. And you can find the link to this website um, on our website, bcpandme.com. But just as a quick overview of the website, if you look over on the left-hand side, you can see links that will take you to the entire contents of the Book of Common Prayer. Um, where we are is under the heading of the daily office. And, um, and when, you, when you click that link, it gives you all of the offices, right one, right two, and then right there below daily evening prayer, right two, we see an order for Compline. And so when we click that, it pops open. Now, like we've already talked about, Compline is one of those services that have, has been a part of the church ever since the monastic hours have been prayed. Um, I'm unclear if it was included in the 1549 Book of Common Prayer. Um, I don't recall right offhand if that was one of the offices offered in it. Um, but nonetheless, Compline is, is one of the monastic hours. And so what's presented here um, is an order for Compline. And I'm pretty sure that Compline was one of the things that the 79 book brought back. Is that right, Father Joshua? Um, <clears throat> stall. <laughs> stall, okay. Uh, song and dance routine goes here. Um, in, in any case... 
um, it, the order for Compline begins a lot like a lot of our other offices begin with this salutation and then this call and response that we see that's pretty common in, um, in all the other offices. I, I believe um, there was, they just had morning prayer and evening prayer. Okay. Don't quote me on that on a GOE question or, you know, your liturgics professor and um, Dean Terrell, if you are watching, I apologize immensely. And uh, Dr. King, I also apologize immensely. I'm hoping they're not watching. (laughs) (laughs) My cheat sheet tells me it was just morning and evening prayer, but... uh, well, we'll 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 take your we'll take your cheat sheet better than mine any day. My copy of Marion Hatchet is in the back seat of my car, um, and I don't have it on. I know, I know. It normally it's stacked right there on top of my King James Bible. It's it's Marion Hatchet, and then the King James Bible, and then the Book of Common Prayer. You know, uh, there's, there's a lot of the Book of Common Prayer in all three of those things. So. Yes. <laughs> um. As far as as far as an office goes, this one seems to be pretty accessible. In fact, um, it's become the the tradition at my parish, St. Anne's in De Pere, that we actually have an online service where we pray Compline together a couple of nights a week, mm. um, and um, it's something that my people look forward to a lot. I understand now, Father Joshua. This is where I am out of my depth. And you should certainly chime in. Um, there are also musical settings for Compline, unless there, otherwise mistaken. There are. Uh, I can't off the top of my head tell you exactly where to find them. Um, but there are some lovely um, musical settings of Compline. Uh, we used to uh, sing them on uh, the back porch at um, the the good bishop's house, uh, near Alexander, um, while in seminary. Um, but, uh, yes, you can look it up. Uh, there's also, um, I believe it's in Seattle or maybe somewhere in Oregon, but there's, there's somewhere, a a parish on the West coast, uh, that does a song Compline. Um, and you can find that on, and we'll, I'll try to find it and we'll get, um, post to it on our website, but, uh, you can download that and, and listen to them. And the stories that I've heard is that they started in like a college town and students would just come in and basically kind of lay out in the pews. <laughs> right. And uh, they, it's all candlelight and a song Compline surface. And it just, it really sets, sets you up for sleep because Compline mean it's meaning complete. Your day is complete. Now you, you hand it over to God and, and go rest. The parish you're thinking of is St. Mark's Cathedral in Seattle. Um, yes. I'm, I met the, the dean of St. Mark's a number of years ago, and we talked about the Compline service and how popular it had become. But uh, before we get into uh, name dropping, perhaps we should drop into our, our service here. Um, so again, we begin with a salutation just like we always do with an office, some call and response. And just like we see in morning prayer, just like we see in evening prayer, we start our prayers with a confession. 
It's one of those things that, as we've talked about in the past, we begin by examining our conscience and then drawing closer to God. Um, And so, Father, if you want to scroll down just a little bit. And so we, we see the confession that is slightly different than other versions of the confession that we have in the prayer book. It's, it's, um, it is, I will say, common enough that it, it's, it, it's definitely a confession. It looks similar to the other confessions, but the tone of it is slightly different. Um, at least it's always felt that way to me. Um, Everything in Compline seems a little more compact. Mm. Mm. And so having, having offered our, having offered our confession, um, and, and, and this is an interesting thing. And I find that it, Compline almost assumes, I think that a lay person is leading it mm-hmm. because you see here at the, at the absolution we don't see a rubric here that says the priest alone stands and says, or um, or the bishop or a priest stands and says, we just have the sentence here, may the almighty God grant us forgiveness of all our sins and the grace and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Which is why I think there's an assumption that this is something that is easily done um, by oneself. Right. Yeah. Because I do not pronounce absolution over myself. Right. Right. That's cheating. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then comes the call. Oh, God, make speed to save us. Oh, Lord, make haste to help us. And then a glory be. And, of course, an alleluia, so long as it's not Lent. And and after Lent, when we're in Easter tide, we say the Alleluia as much as we possibly can, as is right. You're given a selection of psalms to pray, um, of varying lengths, and I'm sure some of these are also abbreviated. Um, and of course, you're welcome to pray all of them as well, right? Normally in a corporate setting, you pick one, maybe two, uh, as your, as the uh, leader so desires. And then after the psalm, again, comes a glory be. So again, we see that familiar pattern emerging where we have, we have the salutation we have our confession, we have our absolution, we have our sentence, then we have the salt, we have a reading from the Psalter, and then we have scripture. And and the thing with Compline is you don't have to go searching for it. It is one of these, what, four or five psalms, um, one of these settings of the scripture. Um, it's not on a... Uh, um, well, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not set up on a revolving lectionary. On a revolving lectionary, yeah. Although... It, it can become very familiar very fast. It's something that you can almost memorize very quickly. 
Although I, I do, I do think that if one wanted to, you could almost devise your own set of Compline prayers following this form. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything in the rubrics that would say you absolutely can't do that. Um, I think that your scripture lessons could be changed. I think that your Psalms could be changed, but just for the individual who wants to do this as a private devotion, you know, it's laid out here in a very accessible form. I, one of the things about Compline that I really enjoy is, is that they're uplifting. Mm-hmm. Um, except this one from first Peter, which is, slightly frightening. Uh, Be sober, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him firm in your faith. Certainly it's an exhortation to resist Satan and all the spiritual forces that rebel against God. Um, At the same time, it's also slightly... uh, slightly terrifying to think about that being the truth, but it is. And this is, this is coming out of what are the monks thinking about as they're going to bed. Traditionally in the monastic setting in in medieval times, um, the monks all, the brothers all slept in one large room with a bunch of beds, like a ward. Um, There would be one candle lighted and you slept with your habit on. Uh, so you're you're fully clothed all night. Uh, you may have a blanket, but um, you're going to bed. The reason you're making confession before you go to sleep is because you're afraid of what your mind will do. And that also, sleep is a scary thing. Mm. Um, we said the last time, we have to think of it as, as children. Sleep is a little death. Yeah. My, my 15-month-old daughter... Still, 15 months in, uh, <laughs> is still somewhat perplexed by the concept of sleep. Mm. I don't think she's afraid of it so much as a phenomenon. I think it's just that in her going away, she doesn't get to laugh and giggle and generally tear the house down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, uh, thinking about it as the little death is 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 an important point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, and as you go through and you read the rubrics, it's also after this that you can have a hymn suitable for evening may be sung here. That's one of the things that makes this particularly appropriate for camp settings is that there's all of these places where camp songs can be sung. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having, having done your scripture, uh, you have some you have some call and response again the versicle and the response um, followed up by the Lord's prayer which is of course always our pattern for prayer and I will point out that in Compline it is the abbreviated Lord's prayer there's no doxology at the end any idea about the history of that decision um, particularly I think it's because everything in Compline is kind of uh, compact. compact. Um, but also, whereas both appear in, uh, the, the doxology appears in 
liturgies dating back centuries. It, I mean, it appears in the, the great liturgy of John Chrysostom um, at Hagia Sophia in Constantinople at the time, I guess. And um, you find both in scripture, but kind of that leaning into that point of, you know, the, the reading from First Peter, we begin with confession. Here, we don't point to, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. We are stopped at, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Mm. So that that's what's on the mind as we're going into this little death. And also the supplication that follows that, Lord, hear our prayer and let our cry come to you. Yes. Um, crying out for that aid as you enter into the darkness, which is a lot of what these first four collects that follow our prayers, that follow the Lord's prayer, um, ask for. Um, is for light, is for protection. Um, I could I could pray all of these every night and and feel okay with it, um, but the rubric there just asks that you pray one of those colleagues. <laughs> and one of the great things I love about Compline is all of the beautifully written colleagues. It feels like that there is a colic for every season. And I think that's something that we need to give credit to the framers of the 79 prayer book um, in their poetic writing. Mm. Uh, there we've not to bash anything. I think uh, enriching our worship has some very lovely things and things that are uh, wonderful for us. And even, um, the other prayer books from around the world, but the 79 prayer book was compiled at a time when there were these, I mean, now looking in hindsight, but there were these great giants of theology um, and it, within our tradition and these great poets, these great writers, these great uh, mm. um, people who understood the literary power um, of our prayers to, to change our spirits, to change our heartbeats. So we, we get these, these beautiful patterns and these lush words uh, that you don't necessarily see elsewhere. And it's, it's one of those things that I think people forget that the language that is in here is meant to be poetic. Mm -hmm. It's meant to be inspiring. It's meant to be beautiful. Lullaby-ish. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Taking taking a pause right here, just want to say again to anybody who's just joining us for this uh, live stream, and we are very much live, working with working without Annette. We don't know who Annette is. She called in sick. Uh, <laughs> but if you do have questions, if you do have wonderings, if you do have comments to add about Compline, feel free to type those into the comment box on the live stream. We will see those over here, and we're happy to respond to questions and comments as they come in. And after we get through our uh, discussion of Compline, uh, we will actually pray Compline uh, before we call it uh, call it a night. So, again, um, and even if you're watching this later, if you come across this video, 
you know, hours or days after we close up shop here tonight. Feel free to leave your questions. Feel free to leave your comments. We love to interact with people. Uh, so feel free to interact with us. Uh, we'd love to get in touch more with the people who are following us and making us a part of, of your lives. So getting back to, getting back to our colleagues here. Um, you, you've paused here at a collect for Saturdays. I, I love that this collect speaks to the being or preparing ourselves for what's going to happen when we get up and go to church in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it assumes that we have a vivid, vivid prayer life. A friend of my, a friend of ours, Debbie says that Compline is one of the most meaningful services to her. And Debbie, I think that, that a lot of us feel that way about this service. Uh, it's, it's one of those light in a, light in a dark world sometimes. Um, but this, this idea that, you know, that we're singing God's glory at the close of the day, that in the morning we're going to celebrate the Paschal mystery. We're going to celebrate Jesus's death, burial and resurrection again. Yeah, that, that Saturday night preparation uh, really kind of changes your perspective. I mean, I remember growing up uh, in another tradition where Sunday morning was chaos, right? It was everybody has, you know, your shoes are shined, everybody's all dressed and um, showered and cleaned, and okay, we're running late to church, okay, we got to sign in, da, 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 da. It was chaotic. Mm-hmm. And this says to us with a specific collect for Saturdays is now is when you begin. Yeah. Now is when, now is when Sunday morning, now is when your, your acceptance of the Eucharist begins now tonight. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. Amen. Uh, Hearkening back to that pattern of, of day that we, we receive from, from the book of Genesis, where in the, where in the description of how things are made, it's always, and there was evening and there was morning the first day, the second day, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, the sun has set and the day of preparation is, is at hand. So that's, that's actually really close reading. Um, it's always good to have a person of intelligence and a person of great thinking on board for one of these podcasts uh, to help keep you rooted in these things. That, that collect for Saturday is followed by a collect that has followed me for almost two decades now. Uh, one, yeah, one that we see in, uh, I mean, these are ones that we see in evening prayer as well. Mm-hmm. The, I, I can recite Keep Watched Your Lord probably without even looking at the prayer book. That's one of the great things about these collects is like, almost like the individual or the devotions for individuals and families. Sometimes if you're not very careful, you'll find that you've memorized them. Yeah. That they're actually a part of your DNA, which in case in that case, for me, sort of feels like a first aid kit 
or sort of feels like, um, I mean, a first aid kit, I guess, is the best thing that when I'm in those moments and I'm sort of caught without the right words to pray or without words to pray at all, one of these prayers will come screaming out of the back. And oftentimes I find myself praying, keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night. More than usual, thinking about those who weep, thinking about those who have gone through some tragedy or those who are experiencing extreme hardship. Um, and unfortunately, it seems like uh, we hearken to this particular prayer more and more. Unfortunately. Yeah. And that's the understatement of the year. Um, uh, Knowing that we pray that the Lord gives his angels charge over those who sleep, that God tends the sick, gives rest to the weary, blesses the dying, soothes the suffering, pities the afflicted, and shields the joyous, because that's who God is. And being reminded of that. Because of love. being reminded that it is the nature of God to be loving. It is the nature of God to be healing and reconciling. It's powerful medicine. And I I think the next one there, Oh God, your unfailing providence sustains the world we live in and the life we live. Watch over those both night and day who work while others sleep. Recognizes uh, one, I think it recognizes third shift, right? Right. And, but it also recognizes uh, our human family on the other side of the world, as we kind of talked about with some purposes mm. as well. Um, so as I'm going to bed uh, on the other side of the world, my friends are rising to work. And it, and it also sort of works to keep us from the presumption that the things that we have, we just have. Yeah. You know, that we, we, go to, we go to Walmart or we go to Target or we go to Meijer and pick something up off the shelf and it's just there. You know, not for a minute thinking about the chemist who has put together the ingredients on my ginger beer in such a way that it's drinkable and that it's preserved. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody made this, you know, and uh, somebody made the bottle and somebody made uh, the label and somebody put it together and somebody drove it to the shop. And yeah, somebody put together the microchips that drive the computers that we're live streaming on. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, maybe they don't make a living wage. Maybe their toil is something more terrible than what we are able to comprehend, but our common life depends upon each other's toil. Remember those people because just like everybody else, they're worthy of dignity. They're worthy of justice. They're worthy of love. Um, And we can't lose sight of that. The prayer book won't let us and rightfully so. And God won't let us. I, you know, I was just thinking, I kind of want to apologize to say, you know, I didn't think that we would get preachy on a podcast about Compline. Um, but as 
Father Tyler, you and I are more and more often aware Sophia has different plans. Uh, and everything, everything that Mother Church offers us offers us things on a deeper level than I think we can ever imagine, which is why we can keep coming back to it. One of the, th- one of the things that, that those of us, that those watching this may or may not be aware is when we were talking about concept for the podcast, and I guess now the podcast and the occasional live stream, uh, who knows how often this is going to happen, um, <laughs> is that we thought we wanted to think about the Book of Common Prayer not only as that book that sits in your pew rack and you pick it up once a week on Sunday and it falls open to page 355, (laughs) as God intended. Uh, You know, that this book that we take for granted that sits on our shelves is actually a manual for living. That it, it... and so it's, I think it's almost impossible to not get a little preachy about it when this text that, to my mind, is, has got a lot of God in it. God is speaking to us through these prayers. God is inspiring our hearts through these prayers. God is teaching us through our liturgy. Uh, it, oh, my gosh. It, it takes me back to Emmaus, where our heart's not burning within us as he spoke. Right. Right? As we hear these words said aloud, our heart, heart's not burning within us. And yes, you can take Pepto-Bismol before going to sleep, but... Yeah. <laughs> you Brother, you don't sleep. hear that burn. It's a <laughs> fire. At least I hope it doesn't. Um, <laughs> So we, we pray our collects and then the next thing that comes and I don't want us to I don't want us to scroll past it too fast because right here it says silence may be kept. And this is such a subtle thing that the rubrics do, but it's it's clever. Silence may be kept and free intercessions and thanksgivings may be offered. It's important that we pray for those that we love. It's important that we, we remember those who have commended themselves to our prayers. And I wish they had underlined that, but Marion Hatchett was already concerned that priests could not read texts in italics. <laughs> that they underlined and thanksgivings. Mm-hmm. If we're not very careful, we will forget that there are there's so much in our life to be thankful for. And while we're praying for those people that need us to pray for them, while you all are praying for me and for Father Joshua, remember that there are also things to give thanks for. And I'll just point out, Father Tyler, what is the Greek word for Thanksgiving? <laughs> Eucharistia. Eucharistia. So the Eucharist, right? Not just the Mass, not just Holy Eucharist, um, as you can find on page 355, but Eucharistia, the Thanksgiving, is part of every hour of our life. Well, it's our sacrifice. Yeah. We offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, the Eucharistic prayers say. Hang on tight. That's the next part of the podcast. Uh, but 
yeah, that Thanksgiving is a part of this equation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can't, we can't lose sight of that. And then, of course, we conclude, or close to conclusion, um, with the song of Simeon. Lord, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. My eyes have seen the Savior. And there's part of me only in maybe even just the last year, as we kind of went into COVID and we were in lockdown and we didn't see anybody. Mm. And now, you know, both vaccinations and and getting out a little bit more. And I'm so grateful to be living in a community that uh, the infection rate is rather low. So I do get to see people and I've been, it's been coming to mind a lot recently in a lot of my sermons I've preached recently to see the savior, to see Christ in those around us and in creation. So as we have given thanks for the things that have happened and the people that we've been with today, and then we say, for these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, I can reflect back on the last 24 hours and say, where did I see Christ? And being a little Ignatian here, uh, (laughs) as I am wont to do from time to time, where are the places that I didn't see Christ that I could have been Christ in that situation? Yes. Yes. There's always that hook. There's always that reminder that not only are we looking for Jesus, but we're also looking for those places where it's like, oh, wait, that's me. I need to be that for the, that person. I need to be that in that situation. Yeah. Where do we get to be a light to enlighten the nations in this dark world? Yeah. And, and where do we, I mean, I, uh, Father Joshua, I, I have a, I have a confession to make it at this point and, and Compline put your purple stole on. Uh, and this is where we cut the feed so that I can get the privacy of the seal of confession. No, I, I have, I have become aware of this app called TikTok. Oh some, yeah. Some of you may have heard of this application. And for some reason, I get all of the videos that show the stereotypical person who always has a complaint and who always has a negative thing to say and always thinks that the world revolves around them. That goes by a very stereotypical woman's name that is not at all fair. Um, And I don't need to tell you what, what, the female name is for this person. Everybody knows it, you know, and it's in those situations that I want to say, how do I keep from being a, it's not fair, but how do I keep from being a Karen? You know, how do I, how do I live my life out in such a way that I can say I was Christ in this moment and I wasn't a Karen because the temptation is real. And so is the algorithm. Well, I'm just saying that is that is something as we uh, all engage in social media and things like TikTok and Facebook and the algorithm, you know, follows what are you looking at on uh, Amazon.com and shopping and 
and it shows us ourselves. It is a mirror mm. of what is going on in my life right now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just to, to show the difference of the algorithm, I get a lot of cooking things. Oh, um, I haven't done yeah. those yet. Yeah, so it's it's a rabbit hole. Let me tell you, um, it's, there's there's a potato TikTok. So, um, but please call me. Please tell me it's called like Tot Talk or something. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's there are occasions during the day that, particularly because of the blessing of our new technology, that a mirror is held up to us, mm-hmm. and we just have to be. Um, able and willing to pause and take a step back and see it. And I think that's why the antiphon is so important mm. with it, that it bookends the Song of Simeon. Guide us waking, O Lord, and guard us sleeping, that awake we may watch with Christ and asleep we may rest in peace. So, Lord, while I'm out there waking... And while I'm out there working, guide me. And at the end of the day, when my day is compline, when my day is complete, guard me sleeping. That awake I may watch with Christ and asleep I can rest in peace if I don't have mild obstructive sleep apnea. And then thank God for CPAP machines. Um, But... You know, even here at the end, even here at the end of these prayers is still the call for aid. Yeah. Christ is ever before us, waiting for us to to make all of our prayers and intercessions and anxieties and thanksgivings known, being anxious about nothing. Another one of St. Paul's greatest hits um, to riff off of a sermon that my bishop preached at my church not too long ago. Um, that it's all there for us to offer back to God. Uh, it's all there is an opportunity for us to offer it back to God. <sighs> alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Even in those moments when we find ourselves standing at the grave, we make our song, Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Even here at the end of Compline, when we are approaching that little death, that moment of sleep, our last song is the Alleluia. At the end of our day and the end of days. Yeah. Pray for us now and at the hour of our death. Wait a minute, that's a different set of prayers, huh? I've got to get a plug in. Uh, And then, of course, the grace. And it's not in the rubrics or anything, but something out of the monastic tradition um, that occurs at this point after Compline, if you're in a a communal setting, um, often the abbot will grab the... um, Aspergis or the Aspergillium and bless everyone with holy water Mm. before they retire to their cots, retire to sleep. 
I don't think I've ever prayed in the monastery before. I I was just thinking I have I've I thought you had, but you haven't been to a monastery with me. <laughs> well, we were at St. Gregory's before, but we were there for the early services. Yeah, we didn't we didn't go to Compline. We didn't go to Compline. Um that's that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'll hope to get back there soon and very soon. So we've we've traversed the uh, the entirety of Compline in our discussions. Uh, perhaps the only thing now to make Compline complete is to actually pray it. Yeah, let's do it. So I'm going to change the setting on the screen here so that all we see is the order for Compline. Don't worry, Father Joshua, they can still hear us, even if they can't see us. Uh, there might be some nice illusion in that. <laughs> Helping me write a few sermons that are coming in a few weeks. Yeah. Helping us all. <laughs> uh, before we begin, let's have just a couple of moments. And we didn't talk about who the officiant is here. Uh, you you've, got, you've got the mouse on this one. So I will do the... I will be the people if you will be the officiant. Okay. Yes. Let us take a moment to prepare our hearts. And I will say that if you are joining us, now is a wonderful time. If you have um, intercessions or thanksgivings that you would like us to bring up aloud, go ahead and type them in now. And by the time we get there, um, uh, we'll include them in this service. The Lord grant us a peaceful night and a perfect end. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord. The maker of heaven and earth. Let us confess our sins to God. Almighty God, our heavenly Father. We have sinned against you through our own fault in thought, in word, in deed, and in what we have left undone. For the sake of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, forgive us all our offenses and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. May the Almighty God grant us forgiveness of all our sins in the grace and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, I'm going to pull two of the Psalms. I'll be, I will pray Psalm uh, 4, and then I'm going to invite you to pray the last Psalm. Okay. Answer me when I call a God defender of my cause. You set me free when I am hard pressed. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. 
You mortals, how long will you dishonor my glory? How long will you worship dumb idols and run after false gods? Know that the Lord does wonders for the faithful. When I call upon the Lord, he will hear me. Tremble then and do not sin. Speak to your heart in silence upon your bed. Offer the appointed sacrifices and put your trust in the Lord. Many are saying, Oh, that we might see better times. Lift up the light of your countenance upon us, O Lord. You have put gladness in my heart more than when grain and wine and oil increase. I lie down in peace. At once I fall asleep. For only you, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Behold now, bless Lord, all you servants of the Lord. You that stand by night in the house of the Lord, lift up your hands in the holy place and bless the Lord. The Lord who made heaven and earth bless you out of Zion. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Lord, you are in the midst of us, and we are called by your name. Do not forsake us, O Lord our God. Thanks be to God. And because it is Eastertide, may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Thanks be to God. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. For you have redeemed me, O Lord, O God of truth. Keep us, O Lord, as the apple of your eye. Hide us under the shadow of your wings. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, hear our prayer. And let our cry come to you. Let us pray. Be our light in the darkness, O Lord, and in your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ, give rest to the weary, bless the dying, 
Soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. We'll now hold a time for intercessions and, and thanksgivings. We offer our prayers for the victims of violent crime everywhere and for the perpetrators of that crime. That in the fullness of time, justice would be made known to all people. I pray for those who are um, anxious or weary, and particularly those who are awaiting uh, medical results. I give thanks for the resurrection, for new life. I give thanks for the beauty of creation. And I give thanks for the laughter of children. Guide us waking, O Lord, and guard us sleeping, that awake we may watch with Christ, and asleep we may rest in peace. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Let us say the song of Simeon by half verse. Lord, you now have set your servant free. To go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior. Whom you have prepared for all the world to see. A light to enlighten the nations. And the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Guide us waking, O Lord, and guard us sleeping, that awake we may watch with Christ, and asleep we may rest in peace. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The almighty and merciful Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless us and keep us. Amen. Well, that's going to about do it for tonight's uh, first ever live episode of the BCP and me. Uh, Father Joshua, I think we did okay. I think we made it through without uh, without infuriating too many people. Uh, well, as long as too many of our professors don't watch it. <laughs> Uh, as always, you can join us for our normal episodes uh, wherever you find your podcasts. You may also find us at our website, bcpandme.com, where all of our, all of our episodes are also hosted um, and where you can find a, a whole 
host of resources to helping you deepen your Christian faith or your exploration of Christianity. Perhaps you come to us as a seeker. We also want to be welcoming to those who aren't quite sure about Christianity, who aren't quite sure about where they are with God. We are a welcome space for those people as well. And uh, as many have found their way to God through the pages of the Book of Common Prayer as many other texts, uh, and we're happy to be a resource for those people that are joining in that exploration with us. And we will not promise to give you all the answers, but we will promise to seek them out with you. So until next time, and we hope and pray it will not be so long between episodes. Uh, We hope you'll join us again very soon on the next episode of the BCP and me. So until then, Father Joshua, the peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you.